The prophet sings the praises of our wondrous and glorious God. Enthroned on high, the Lord possesses all power and all majesty. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth, when he blows upon them and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me, or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see. Who created these? He who brings out their host and numbers them, calling them all by name. Because he is great in strength, mighty in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The psalm that has been appointed for today is Psalm 147, verses 1 through 12 and 21, found on page 4 of your worship leaflet. If you're able, please stand and sing.
Paul declares that he is willing to be all things to all people. If it means he is most effectively sharing the essentials of the gospel. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting. For an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation I may make the gospel free of charge, so as to not make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When Jesus and his disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve him. That evening at sundown, they brought to Jesus all who were sick of resistant hands, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick of various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for them, for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let's go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also. For that is what I came to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues, and casting out demons. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Holy Spirit of God, speak through me and make my words yours. Amen. You see, in one of our today's songs, we sing, Wait for the Lord, whose time is near. Wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart. I think that's what God is saying to His people and the other thing to second Isaiah. I think that's what God is speaking the other thing through Jesus of Mark's gospel. What does it mean for us to wait for the Lord? Waiting has to do with trust and confidence. 
We are to trust that God, who has acted on our behalf in the past, will be as faithful in our present and our future to act on our behalf, either through us or for us. In one of our Eucharistic prayers, we proclaim, all you create is a sign of hope for our journey. All that God has done for us in the past is a sure sign of hope for us in our journey. Our journey to God today, tomorrow, and forever. Our second Isaiah passage for today is addressed to Judah, the people of God in the south of the promised land. They're exiled in Babylon. What happened to the people of God in the north of the promised land, to Israel, with the Assyrian captivity and exile, Judah thought could not happen to her. It had. And so the prophet gives this desperate people God's word of hope. People of God, do you not know or understand? Have you not heard? Lift up your eyes and see. God who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in. God who is great and mighty power, who brings princes to naught and the rulers of the earth as nothing, is God who will renew your strength. In the Lord you shall mount up with wings like eagles, you shall run and not be weary, you shall walk and not be faint. Though you are like grasshoppers in comparison to your God, your God gives power to the faint and strengthens the power. A basic core message of the prophet is that if God does not grow weary or faint on behalf of his people, then his people should not grow weary or faint because of given circumstances. Judah was to remember how God had brought them out of slavery in Egypt. Judah was to remember how God had led, led them through the Red Sea waters. How God had provided water and manna bread and quail in the wilderness. The same God would bring them out of their captivity, out of their exile, back into the promised land, back to their temple, and back to temple worship. The message of the prophet is that though these people think and feel that God has abandoned them, have forgotten their good works, God does not grow faint and weary in doing for them. God's understanding that his people is unreachable. Wait for the Lord, for the time is near. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart. The psalmist says it this way. The Lord has pleasure in those who await His gracious reign. Just around the corner of whatever dire circumstances we face today is the gracious favor of God. Working in the same gracious and magnanimous way on our behalf so that nothing can separate us. If we give up or lose heart before we turn that corner leading from today, we might just miss what God has in mind. But to press onward and forward in spite of everything that seems to say, we might as well go ahead and give up. 
it's not worth the struggle. Press over and forward leaves us open to great surprise and gives us cause for great wonder. Do you have some chronic and debilitating illness that does affect you, but it does not determine you? You are determined by God who determines who you are in spite of illness. The economy of today is past the point of desperateness for many. Maybe even you all. That does affect you, but it does not determine you. You are you as God determines you in spite of today's setting economy. Are you estranged from any of your family? Are troubled by any of your family? As troublesome and as energy depriving as that can be, that doesn't determine you. You are determined by God in spite of estrangement or troublesome situations. Dear people of Advent Church, please hear what I'm saying and know what I am not saying. I'm not saying in any way that we should hide our heads in the sand and deny the effects or consequences of desperate, hard situations. We must face such situations head on in the reality of those situations. What I am saying is at the same time of facing those situations head on, we must have right perspective. God's Word, focus, first, continuing, and last, has been spoken. And that is what determines us in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus of the Gospel is that first, that continuing, and that last word spoken by God. And Jesus comes not just to make us well, he comes to make us God whole. A demon-possessed person in the synagogue in Capernaum is exercised and dispossessed of a possessing demon. This makes him well, that he is restored in the community of that synagogue and in the community of God's family that makes him God whole. The mother-in-law of Simon Peter, relieved of a fever at the hand and the touch of Jesus, is made well. That she immediately served her Sabbath guest in her home, is sure in certain signs that she is restored to family, the family of the home, the larger family of God. And in that restoration, he is God whole. How shall we wait for the Lord? We wait by trusting God in our varying circumstances of life, knowing that wellness is not the ultimate goal, but hope. In wellness, in wellness, the stresses of our circumstances may well be relieved. In wholeness, we have life. And we live. Wait for the Lord, his time is near. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart. Amen.